climate change fuels hurricanes. China promises to stop. The big lie persists. Butterflies have hearts. Singers die. Plumbers win. Nurses persevere. Your world speaks. We listen. NPR Podcasts. More voices, all ears. Find NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Today on the State of Ukraine, nuclear power plants operating under the shadow of war. I'm Christine Arasmith. Imagine it's your job to keep a nuclear power plant up and running, safely and efficiently. Now imagine doing that while your country's under attack by a superpower. That's the pressure workers in Ukraine's nuclear power industry are under, with one plant already caught up in the fighting with Russia. Here's NPR's Brian Mann, who spoke to workers at a nuclear power plant in northwestern Ukraine. In a room deep inside the Melnitsky nuclear power plant, five men sit at control panels surrounded by flashing red and green lights. They're going through the step-by-step checklist for firing up a nuclear reactor. This is a demonstration for journalists. Keeping these facilities operating is a point of pride for Ukrainians. Officials here say the actual restart of one of the Soviet-era reactors is happening in another part of the plant after routine maintenance and refueling. Watching from a corner is a burly, balding man named Petro Kotyan. He's head of Ukraine's national atomic energy company, Aneroatom. He says running facilities like this in the middle of a war... Never such cases happened before, actually. Most of the attention since Russia's full-scale invasion has focused on Zaporizhia, a reactor complex in eastern Ukraine that's been occupied by Russian troops for more than a year. Kotin says the situation there is dire, with safety systems forced at times to operate on backup diesel generators. It was full blackout at the plot, and it is like the first stage of Fukushima scenario, when you do not have external power. In a country still haunted by the disaster at Chernobyl, the threat of an event like Fukushima is galling. Kotyan says what the Russians are doing is crazy. This is the first time when actually the country who actually possessed nuclear power came to another country with such developed nuclear industry and just captured the plant, the biggest nuclear power plant in Europe, saying this is mine, then just almost destroy everything. Officials with the International Atomic Energy Agency have inspectors at Zaporizhia. On Friday, the IAEA issued a statement warning that Russian troops have refused to let their team inspect key parts of the complex to determine whether mines or other explosives have been placed in sensitive areas. Edwin Lyman is a physicist and director of the Nuclear Power Safety Program for the Union of Concerned Scientists. Unfortunately, the Zaporizhia situation has shown how vulnerable nuclear power plants can be in a country at at war and under attack. Lyman says by operating its other nuclear reactors around the country, even those far from the front lines, Ukraine is taking a serious risk. These plants were not designed to be hardened against military attack. And even though there is some capability to protect their airspace from missiles and drones. It's not perfect. Ukrainian officials say they have no choice but to keep these plants operating. They provide roughly half the country's electricity. Even with the reactors running, the country saw widespread power outages last winter. Back at the Hmelnitsky plant, Petro Kotyan says the country is doing everything it can to minimize risks by improving its air defenses. We constantly increase the protection of nuclear power plant. This is a task for our militaries and uh, the special anti-drone equipment. 
It's a job for the military's anti-drone equipment, he says. But Kotin acknowledged as long as Russian missile and drone strikes continue, his country's reactors will face unprecedented and unpredictable peril. Brian Mann, NPR News, Melnitsky, Ukraine. Our podcast is produced by Greg Dixon and edited by Mark Katkoff. I'm Christine Arismeth. Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. What's happening on NPR Podcasts? Money. Power. Tacos. White collar crime. Green parties. Black reparations. More of the perspectives that make your world a more vibrant place. NPR Podcasts. More voices, all ears. Find NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Instead of scrolling mindlessly, engage mindfully with the NPR app. With a mix of on-demand news, stories from this station, and your favorite podcast, you can relax without shutting off your brain. Download the NPR app today.